Hi, you guys. This is Jenna. And this is Cassie. And this is the Find Less Podcast. On this podcast today, we are kind of going to be talking about our week and the challenges we faced. One of the big things that arose for both of us was rejection. So we're going to kind of take our spin on that and just talk about it a little bit with you guys. Yeah. So this week, week, (laughs) to kind of give a little lowdown, um, let's just say I got a a rejection Mm -hmm. from a male... The worst. That will not be named. And instead of just like taking the L, I decided that I was going to prove myself that I was not going to be rejected. And I was going to go find somebody else that was (laughs) not going to reject me. Okay. Male 2 failed as well. Another another rejection. Another rejection. rejection Oh, gosh. So then... With that one, I was like, it's fine. I was going to take that L. And then a third male popped up. Okay. And also rejected. Oh, no. So three three for three. (laughs) Three for three. Actually, O for three. (laughs) You know. O for three. But that one wasn't as bad. There was, like, reasonings behind that one. So I wasn't. As upset about that one, mm-hmm. but because of the third one, the full I decided to find a fourth one. Yep. Also rejected. Also rejected. <laughs> so, in these rejections where you were trying to get this validation from men, how did that end up making you feel when you just kept going to the next one and it kept hitting another dead end? How did that end up making you feel? I took it as I wasn't. I was the issue, and mm-hmm. that I wasn't good enough, so I felt the need to go to another one, which yeah. I realized was a spiral of events, because I normally would not have done that. Mm-hmm. Normally, I usually, like, I don't normally talk to males So anymore. what, do you so, know what made you feel that way, that you... I was triggered Okay. in the first rejection... Okay. As I, like, thought about it. You gotta prove your work. And I felt, I was like, well, psh, my parents aren't right. <laughs> so, I felt that I needed to go find another one. So, side note, Cassie's <laughs> parents, when she was younger, because, you know, as as we get older, our childhood trauma starts to come up in little things in relationships, so... And her, it's the, the smallest thing. Yes. It's not even, like, the no. biggest thing. So, like, what did your parents say to you? <laughs> I, honestly, it's funny because I feel like a lot of parents say this, and, like, maybe no one even realizes that it's, like can affect them in a certain way but my parents always said always like joked around and said like oh we're not concerned if you get kidnapped because you're just gonna talk their ear off and annoy them enough that they're gonna bring you back which is funny like we all joked about it so your parents in the back of your head when you were going from let's say we're gonna call them boys because they're boys boys (laughs) to boy to boy um (laughs) That that little voice of your parents talking was in the back of your head. Yeah, yeah. Because I like I didn't even I didn't even actually realize it until this week that I actually think that I could potentially annoy people. Yeah. And I was like, oh, <laughs> maybe like like and so like after the first one kind of th- I was like maybe I annoyed that person. Mm-hmm. Maybe they rejected me you because start, that was annoying. I yeah. started like overanalyzing you like start was I looking doing something. What is wrong with inside of you and this is where my, my little voice of reason tries to come in now. We all handle rejection differently. And when you're in the moment it's so hard because I take things 
very personally that people do just in general like if somebody i'm gonna give you an example real quick here if <laughs> story somebody time. if somebody yeah jenna's story time real quick if somebody even opens my snap or reads my text message and doesn't message me back when i like was clearly trying to talk to them i get pissed like it triggers me <laughs> i'm like what the fuck bitch like i literally i literally <laughs> just say like that. that i'm like bitch like i'm for real pardon my french there's gonna be some pg-13 stuff on here guys but um i take things very personally and when cassie told me these stories today i was like no 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 (laughs) i was like wait a minute for one these men boys are not (laughs) sorry are not deserving of you in general like if somebody's meant to be for you i truly believe they'll be for you but the biggest thing is to not take things personally I literally have a sticky note that says rejection is divine protection. You are not meant to be with that person. It fucking hurts. It stings the ego. It makes you feel shitty. But we're taking it. We just get so wrapped up in people telling us no and take it so personally when in general, it's typically has nothing to do with you as hard as that is to wrap your head around when people say no, X, Y, and Z, um, are not showing up the way you want them to show up or let's say need them to show up, that's typically an internal struggle and a need that they need to meet on their own. Um, Most people, when they do things, are not thinking of you. And it's really just an internal struggle. And that's where I've had to take a step out of things where I tell myself, like, when somebody leaves me on red, I'm like, okay, Jenna, it's really not personal. I'm like, let's just breathe. And when I get upset and triggered, I look within myself. I'm like, okay, what the hell is going on with inside of me? Like, where do I feel? Where am I not meeting that need? Well, and like, the thing is, like, yeah. I feel like what really helped was in the first, like, because obviously I was in a snowball effect, obviously. Like, yeah, it was like, because, yeah, <laughs> kept going. Domino. It was in the matter of a week. Yeah. Man. A week. A, a less week. than a week. It was less than it a week. It was a less than a week, like, actually. <sighs> like, half a week. Yeah. But, like, it was, it's, like, the fact that, like, I didn't realize what, I couldn't understand why it was happening, so it just kept happening. Yeah. Because I didn't understand, I didn't even think to, like, look at the root cause. I don't know why, because I'm so, like, normally, like, why am I doing this? Yeah, why? Yeah. And until my nice drive from work, I was like, like, why? Why was I doing this? Like, what triggered me to just feel that I needed to, like, prove to nobody literally nobody i'm it's proving it was like i was like trying to prove to it to like myself to like yourself. everyone yeah. like oh just because this one rejection just because this this boy doesn't like me watch i can get another one because i was like it was like i went from having this like high confidence to like nothing zero. nothing zero. and also you guys like oh it's so <laughs> hard because nobody can define your worth but you and trust me, I struggle with that. I just want to state everything we've talked about. I It's a daily struggle. Like, you are never 100% healed. You're never 100% in love with yourself. You're never 100% with anything. Like, I just want to make that known because I'm a perfectionist and there's no such thing as perfect. My friends have told me multiple times, like, you're trying too hard. You're pushing too hard. You're stressing so, yourself out. Yes, I love to stress myself <laughs> out, okay? Um... But you, when you do not feel worthy, that's when you get a look inward and be like, okay, who told me, what is the root for one? Who told me 
It, it could be from your childhood. So recently, who told me I wasn't worthy? Or who made me feel when I was younger like I wasn't worthy? Okay, mine stems from my dad. Okay, makes sense why I have looked for male validation my entire life. You know what I'm saying? So you have to redefine that and you have to go back to your childhood as fun as it is. But if you really want to heal or work on yourself or really understand why like self-awareness for one is like the first step and that's great you have that self-awareness to be like wait a minute why am I doing this well and you can't even just like look at it as like the last relationship I feel like a lot of people go off of like well the in the last relationship this this and this happened to me and that's why I do what I do now see you can't make an excuse but it's not even just and you can't even just look at it, that you can, it can become an excuse. It does, That's the problem. It does in our society. People use their past to be like, well, this is how I am. And I think which that's unacceptable. Is, which, okay, it is why you are how you are so. currently. But you still can change it. And it's always important, in my opinion, like, for me, like, I mean, I always want to improve and be like, okay, what, how can I be better than I was before? Like, it, there's no competition besides, like, you and yourself, honestly. Like, we can look, I also want to say we can look at people's healing journeys and be like, oh my god, they look like they're doing so great. I just want to state they're showing 0.5% of what actually goes on because it's not fun and it's like, not sunshine and rainbows. You literally can look at, you can pull up any person's like Instagram and you can be like, oh my gosh, this it person looks perfect. Looks perfect. Yep. Look at them go. Oh, look at, they love themselves. Look at them doing their Absolutely great things. Absolutely not. They probably are crying a lot. Yeah, so... <laughs> That's another big thing, you guys. Like, with rejection and everything, like, let's circle back to that. Where have you rejected yourself? Like, if you struggle with rejection, where have you not given yourself the full love you need? And where have you, like, broken those promises to yourself? Which, breaking promises to yourself makes you lack confidence and trust in yourself. When you, like, keep your promises and stay on your shit to yourself, you are going to definitely handle rejection better and people just not being for you and at the end of the day we also it's hard to accept some people are just not for you as much as you may want them they're not for you and you will realize one day you're like why the fuck did I ever want that person because they're not deserving of you at the end of anything I've ever had when I've cried and all this stuff I've realized where I am now I'm like they were never deserving of me and I can't believe like but we like uh, you we know ha- we made it in our heads yeah. that I like oh you my god you put them up like, on this pedestal they put you put them up on a pedestal but you also like assume like oh I have like a I like this part about them so they're perfect I deserve them and then when they give you one like inch of like oh well I don't really care enough about you then we're like it's well, like well, a why and then method. it's like and yeah. then it's like and then we're like well no you should want me like yeah you like and then you get all upset because now your heart you literally like disappointed yourself. Yeah, but it's not personal, like I just wanted to say. Like, it really does not revolve around you. If somebody's going to play play that hot and cold shit with you, I'm sorry, they're fucked up. Move on. You don't don't deserve that. And I just want to state also, I can talk all day. I'm a big talker. It's a lot easier said than done. So I just want to commend anyone who's also struggling with getting out of difficult situations, you know, because... It is hard. And it is very when you're difficult. done, you're done. That's what I have to say. Like, everyone's timeline moves very differently. So make sure you give yourself that grace and realize, hey, you know, give yourself the grace. Be like, it's okay. And trust yourself. Because at the end of the day, you know what's best for yourself. But we're just kind of here to, like, support you guys and, like, talk about 
what we've gone through and what we've learned, you know, to better help other people like understand or maybe we might reach somebody who's struggling with the same stuff. And like, like I said, we literally just went through this this week this week so we were like let's let's talk about it let's freaking talk about it of course you know but like what jenna said was how you keep promises with yourself just remember that that how you treat yourself translates into whatever relationships you have it's a mirror friendships relation like romantic relationships like family relationships if you like treat yourself good Mm -hmm. you will like attract like you will do that Mm -hmm. within your other relationships so if you consistently keep your promises to yourself (laughs) then you could actually commit to how you feel in a relationship so when you do finally hit the like i'm done playing this game you'll actually commit to like being done and what i gotta say is commit to yourself before anything else hardest thing ever it really is because we are not very good at being consistent with ourselves but i think that's literally the first step in anything is really just committing to going all in on yourself and loving yourself. Either that's like doing one or two things a day for yourself, but like in all wholeness and everything, this all does have to play with rejection, even though we kind of like spiraled out and went (laughs) well, like we were like a tree with growing branches and we're like, we're going to go over here. We're going to go over here. So like, we really appreciate you guys sticking with us um, during this little fun. roller coaster yeah and you know <laughs> we'll be we'll be here again you know next sunday talking to you guys maybe we'll have something else you know really good to talk about again but I never know what the weeks holds but thank you guys so much for listening to us this is jenna i'm cassie and we're signing off thank you for listening to the find less podcast